I don't know what it is about reporters. Why do you think the entire newsroom needs to hear your conversation <laughs> on the phone? I'm sorry. You're talking at decibels that no one should be talking at. This is, you're subjecting me to hearing loss that I did not that consent to. That I did to. not consent to. <laughs> if I'm at a monster truck rally, fine. That's consent. Right. You can't be monster trucking by my house if and expect I that to If I go to consent. a punk show at Transpecos and I forgot my head, my like earplugs, yeah. that's, that's on, on me. That's, that's on, on me. So true. So true. And it's that's called what? Taking accountability. <laughs> exactly. That is called uh, being responsible. That's right. It's personal responsibility. And that's why I'm voting Republican. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't play that. I was so sure we were going to get the draft. It fits over Broadway. It's of a Broadway. Um, it's another solo episode. No just guests. The two of us. Just, just the gals. The two of us. Mitch, drop that mm-hmm. in. I don't care if I ask for it every time. Every time I need it to be dropped in. Um, if it's not pumped in every <laughs> single time, we're walking. That's another. I wouldn't say it's elevator music. I know we've talked about this before, like buffering music, elevator oh, yeah, yeah, music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that is in the rotation for mm. my brain is just kind of drifting, mm-hmm. and then I gotta listen to just the two just of the us. two of us. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. One of my Mine is um, two princes. <laughs> That's such a good one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Did I tell you that we're making that I've been cultivating a playlist called A Night with Delilah? You know the radio host, Delilah. Yeah, of course. That's just songs We've made that many you jokes would about hear. Her. <laughs> yes, that's just songs that you would hear on Delilah. I love that. And the other day, I can't remember. Someone referenced some song, and I was like. That is the most Delilah song I've ever heard. I texted my, our friend of the pod, Catherine Jankowski, because she also is aware of this playlist. And she was like, I can't believe we would have forgotten this. Oh like, my God. it's so good. Hold on. I'm going to figure out what the name of it was. Tell it. You are going to be gagged. Gagged. Um, Gagatrondra. Oh, you, you light up my life. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it? Mitch, drop it in. That's the most Delilah song I've ever the heard in my most life. Delilah song. Um, okay. And we're getting into, in my opinion, um, Delilah season. This is, oh, this is Delilah, Delilah season. season. Interestingly, Delilah season, Scorpio season, almost a one-to-one match. Almost a one-to-one match. Uh-huh. And no one's talking about that. No, <laughs> nobody's. You only listen to Delilah in a cable knit sweater, drinking Correct. a mug of something mulled. Correct. <laughs> that's, that's the only way to listen With to Delilah. With a crackling fire right exactly. next to you. You're just tucked up. You're listening to people mm. send each other love songs <sighs> via La Radio. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's the most romantic thing you can do. Still to this day, to this even day. in 2022, the most even romantic if, thing you can do. Even if that person doesn't listen to the radio. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does not matter. You it can just matter. text them and be like, I I requested a song for you to, to be played on the radio. And I they'll be like, I called Delilah to pick a song just, just for, for you. you. And then that person that you're texting can be like, oh, I, will, I don't have a radio. Yeah. But I love the sentiment. But thank you so much. Thank you so much. That I means will so much marry to me. You. And honestly, we're <laughs> fucking right now. Interestingly, <laughs> no one's ever done that for me. Wow. 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 wow, wow. To be fair, I've also never done it. So, guess the phone <laughs> okay, works but, both ways. But uh, Mitch is the like musical encyclopedia. That's what I'm saying. He would know the perfect song. He would know the perfect song. I would be requesting Tropical Hot Dog Night. <laughs> Delilah's never going to play Tropical Delilah's Hot Dog Night. Delilah's never going to play Tropical Hot Dog Mitch, Night. Mitch, drop that in. 
y'all are gonna love it. <laughs> this, this episode is just drops, baby. Just, just drops. N- never ending drops. Honestly, that works because this week's musical is not so much a musical as it is a song Another cycle. Another song cycle, baby. So the, the random music drops kind of work. Um, yeah. The show, Connor, what are we talking about this to, week? This week we're talking about 35mm, a musical exhibition. Exhibition. Yeah. Um, Connor was the one who suggested this musical uh, because this is so this is a musical that uh, a friend of the pod Keaton Mm Cruiser and I and our uh, very dear dear beloved friend future friend of the pod future friend of the pod who has not been on the pod yet Matt Ingram (laughs) um, we were obsessed with this song or this uh, song cycle uh, the summer of our before our senior year of college, or at least Matt and mine, mm-hmm. um, and we listened to it nonstop. It was either this or Heather's the musical. <laughs> this was the year that we drove out to see he- the final performance of Heather's. Incredible. Um, from Missouri to New York, it was a sixteen-hour road trip. It was hell. Um, <laughs> I would do it again, and I would do it again. My first, my first foray into podcasting. Yeah, I made a, you, pl- you, a playlist uh-huh. for the boys, but to, on their. Drive and also dropped in voice memos. Yeah, voice memos. Of Maddie and, and I doing Maddie. bits. Yeah, friend, friend of the, of the pod, pod, Maddie. Maddie. Um, and you, it was titled A Boy Dance Party. A Boy Dance Party. And I think one of the three of us still has it, but I don't know. It's definitely on Dropbox. It's, yeah, it's somewhere on, it, it exists on Dropbox and it will be released as Patreon only content. <laughs> I keep getting emails about how my Dropbox is so full, so... <laughs> I, I'll offload it. I'll offload it onto our SoundCloud, I guess. Hell um, yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! You know what? I'm. I really will. If you give us five, if you give us a dollar a month for one month, we will put Boy Dance Party up, and you can have that. That you is our that. only yeah. paywalled content. The on only Patreon. thing. The, the original podcast. It's just a bunch of Kesha songs, and then occasionally me and Mid Maddie interrupting to do a bit. Yeah. Um, it was so much fun. We listened to that because we, we started driving at midnight that night before like, we left. A psychotic departure We literally time. listened to that for like a good four hours. <laughs> into It got us from Missouri to like Indianapolis. Okay, wow. I'm a star. Yeah. Um, okay, so... You were you were listening to a boy dance party, thirty five millimeter and Heather's, and, Heather's and, and that got you to New York and City. And that got us to New York City. Um but no, thirty five millimeter was uh, uh the song cycle that we were super obsessed with. Um and it was our first How did you come across it? I think Matt was the one who found it. I don't know how he found it. Um, but it was also like my introduction to Lindsay Mendez, mm-hmm. Jay Armstrong Jackson, mm-hmm. um, Ryan Scott Oliver, who mm-hmm. hasn't written a lot of musicals, but like what he has written I have I really I'm enjoying. Like. Mm-hmm. Um and so it was kind of like uh, the first time that I got to explore that uh, part of musical theater. And yeah. like, um, that started my obsession with Lindsay Mendez, which l- uh, led to me meeting her in Kansas City. <gasps> oh, Love. Okay, so I had no idea. Mm-hmm. How fun. She was doing a show in KC. Um, uh, in like 2015, and I ended up going. Just like a cabaret situation. No, she, it was she like was a, performing it was a, a new show. musical. Oh, very cool. And she was in it, and um, she really is a new musical girl. She's a new musical. She's girly. like, I will be originating yeah, all yeah, yeah. of the oh, roles. all the roles. You did it. That's fine. I I yeah. did it first. That's Lizzie Mendez's claim did, to She did. She did Alphaba, and then she's like, "I'm going to originate roles now." And that's what I'll do. And that's what and I'll that's do for the it. rest of my life. And that's my and job. Honestly, I respect that, and I love that for her. I do love that for her. Connor, I love Lizzie Mendez so much. Could you hit us with some farts and fags?
facts and things. Is that me? <laughs> from from across the ocean through a tin can, I think. I, I was in James Cameron's <laughs> submarine <laughs> calling Live from up. the bottom of the ocean. It's Connor Relia. <laughs> Um, it also, before I was I was laughing uh, before because it sounded like you said farts and figs, and I was like, <laughs> farts and figs. Um, so I don't know if thirty five millimeter. I don't know the original run. Oh, God, there was no Wikipedia for it. No Wikipedia. It's like very hard to find info about it. But um, I can basically tell you that it has music and lyrics by Ryan Scott Oliver, um, and it is. Uh, a collision of artistic dis- disciplines as disparate as musical theater, photography, and pop rock music. 35 millimeter pushes the limits of self-expression to create an art form utterly its own. That's This is coming from the press notes. That's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. A collection of snapshot stories are woven together as each of the evening's original songs is performed while the audience is immersed in stunning projections of the photography that inspired it. 35 millimeter brings the connection between uh, visual uh, visual and oral into razor sharp focus, creating a singular uh, multi-sensory journey. Hmm. So that's all from Ryan Scott Oliver's press notes. Mm, tough, 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 tough. So <laughs> essentially the premise of the show is that every song is based on a different photograph mm-hmm. um, and the photographs are projected on this on the stage mm-hmm. as the uh, cast is singing. Um, the phot- photographs were taken by Matthew Murphy. Um, did they exist before the show? I think they did. Okay. Um, it received an initial concert production at Galapagos Art Space in spring of 2012 and has been performed all over the United States in like a bunch of dozen, like a bunch of productions. It's only ever been off Broadway and, and like international productions. Okay. I've not been able to find anything in terms of like whether it was nominated for any Lucy Lords or anything like that. Mm. Um, Have to assume no. He had a full production that was presented at Urban Stages in December of 2010, um, and it made its off-Broadway world premiere on in March of 2012. Um, the show's been was extended because it was extremely popular, uh, and it sold out its run completely. And it's been licensed all over the world ever since. Yeah, I could buy the script if I wanted for 20 bucks. Yeah, absolutely. And it's um, an incredibly easy show to put up. Of course. You don't need a lot of, uh, it's only five singers, five, mm-hmm. five people in your cast, and it um, you only need the projections yeah. for the photographs. Yeah. Um, so that's enough of facts and figs because I don't have any other. No, there, it's hard to get the facts. It's and hard figs. to get the facts and figs because it's, it's, it is only a song cycle that's only ever existed off Broadway. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I'll say. I'm glad. Um, I was I a little worried. I <laughs> was nervous at first. I was nervous at first. Okay. But then I realized it's really just, at some point it's kind of shifted into folk songs. Yeah. Basically, like you're just doing story songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like. Leave Luann. Leave Luann. So good. So good. Carol Lee even kind of. I love The Seraph. Yeah. Like all of those were just, you're telling, like. It's kind of Americana folk yeah. song yeah. situation. The, the, to be clear, the music is not Americana. No, 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 the no, music no. is not a folk song, but the, the concept of them mm-hmm. is I'm telling a story. And I n- understand that that's sort of what a song cycle, a song cycle is, is, but it felt more... Compared to the other song cycle that we've talked about, <laughs> Edges, this one feels more cohesive. This feels more cohesive. And I'll say, I haven't listened to the entirety of Songs for a New World. Yeah. Um, the only song I know from that song cycle is Stars in the Moon. Oh, interesting. Um, not even the one that they always play at Marie's, which is the opening number. That's the only reason, the only song it. I know Don't from know. Songs of a New World is the opening I number. I think I was looking for Stars in the Moon. I th- I'm sure I was probably looking at it as a potential audition piece. Gotcha. Um, I have used songs from 35mm as 
I've performed them. I performed yeah. the serif in a cabaret at one point. Um, I think I used. It feels like that's what it's made for. Yeah, it yeah, feels yeah, like yeah. it's these are your audition songs. These mm-hmm. are good cabaret gala, like Absolutely. something where I have some sort of exhibition where I need to. Yeah, it, it gives you everything right. You're telling a story. Mm-hmm. You get to do a little character arc. And it's all wrapped up by the end of the song. Yeah, absolutely. And because they are so self-contained, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to perform them within the show itself. No, not at all. Which works. Which but is great. it is really cool. The one of the things that I really do like about the show or like the song cycle is that when you do look at it as a cohesive, like one unit of music, it treats itself like one unit of music mm-hmm. where like they have the transitions into each songs and some of those songs like bleed into one another and there are one of the things that I really like about Ryan Scott Oliver at least in this I haven't really listened to any of his other work like Darling or Jasper and Deadland but um it feels like he is trying to do more musical motifs or more musical mm-hmm. themes than mm-hmm. we would normally get from like a pop rock composer today yeah and it is very pop rock yes extremely <clears throat> but not in a way that's bad I would say just in a way that maybe my only hesitation just right at the beginning mm-hmm. of crazy town it's very cacophonous yeah a lot is going on mm-hmm. and I was like oh boy I don't know if I have it in me to do this I get that um, and I wonder if that is through. like meant to emphasize the feeling of the song yeah I think it is and then then seeing the picture that accompanies it yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like okay sure I get it like um it's the two mouths right yes it's yeah. the two mouths so it's um it's one mouth is screaming and the other is stoic mm-hmm. um and they're joined together on the same head yeah um you can and if any of our listeners are ever want to like look at any of the photos playbill has all of the photos that were used for the show um on their website um the original the first one is just a picture of somebody holding um, like a lens and then shopping uh, cart parade. parade. (laughs) Uh, The first one is just a picture of somebody holding a lens up to a camera and then they're taking a picture through the lens. Yeah. Um, Because uh, uh, a lot of the songs, um, like two or three of them are about like the actual physical, like art of photography and Uh not necessarily about like photos, right? Like the story of the photo. Yeah. Um, it's like stop time, um, immaculate deception, and um, why must we tell them why? Oh, okay. Those are the three that are like essentially because like why must we tell them why is talking about like why do we have to explain our art to people? <laughs> A question every artist is asked. Uh, correct. The minute they get pushed back. Correct. Hey, why do I have to explain my art to you? Why do I? Why? Why do I have to tell you my influences? Why, why don't you interpret it yourself? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I say about this podcast. That's all right. The time. Why do I have to this explain my art to you? This podcast is art. Um, <laughs> that's a new T-shirt idea. This yeah, podcast this is podcast art. This podcast is art. I do love that. Um, <laughs> and then uh, immaculate deception is essentially like about. Uh, it feels sort of like making fun of photography in mm. a certain light of like somebody like taking a picture and they're like, oh, it's so profound. I'm going to title this Jesus. Yeah. And then it'll sell for a lot. <laughs> Uh, and I do love that song, even though it does use some uh, not great uh, word choices. Sure. Do you remember that show that we watched um, when we were in California, the ghost show, where they were like, did you hear that? Someone was singing. And it was like clearly the wind. Like, oh, my was God. Just like making a sound as it blew through something. Yes. And then they replayed the same clip, but like with the volume blasting six times. And then just a bunch of dudes in an old castle looking at each other going, oh, bro, bro. 
Oh. Wait, was this Ghost Adventures? I don't remember. I, was it? With the guy with the spiky hair? Yes. He's one of the hosts? Yes. He's crazy. Literally, Beck and I, friend of the pod Beck, are <laughs> obsessed with that show. We call it Bros and Ghosts. I love and it. And it is so fucking I love funny. It. They're like, we're here in Dracula's actual castle. <laughs> Yes. Did you see that? It's clearly a speck of dust it clearly floating is. across the camera. And they're like, bro, something just touched me. And it's like they bumped into each I other. I love it. It's I'm obsessed so with it. fucking good. It's all night vision. They all look insane because insane. of how your eyes look in night vision. Yes. They're like, I can I can feel something wild here. Something I, fucked up for sure happened I here. I absolutely <laughs> love it so much. I'm mad that I don't have the travel channel, so I can't watch Truly, it. Truly, I was like, this would convince me to get TV again. I would. We were in a hotel, so that's why yeah, we yeah, were yeah. watching it. I would get Discovery like Plus or whatever yeah. the hell it is, the streaming service, just so I could watch Bros just and for Ghosts. That. Now that they own HBO, can I not watch Bros and Ghosts via the HBO Max app? My question. They took away everything else. Ages. Can't Literally. I watch Bros and Ghosts? Give me bros and ghosts, please. I love it. Um, why was I talking about that? I love that? it. No, no, because we had the we just oh, that because I thought there was a ghost in our house. Um, um, who knows, Mitch? You can cut all that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thirty-five millimeter. Thirty-five millimeter. Why yes. can't I do my art? Crazy. Why can't I do my art? Crazy Town is very cacophonous at the beginning. There's a couple of the songs that I I don't necessarily care for. Sure. Um, not everyone can be a banger. Some of them are, you know, filler. You can't have a million hits. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I feel like Ryan Scott Oliver, he put the hits where he needed where to. Where he needed them. Love, Leave Luann. Leave Luann is so good. I was hit or miss on Carolee at first. Okay. And then I understood what we were doing. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. When I started did you feel this, I forgot Did you it feel was represented a as, a, as a former nanny? <laughs> Yes, I did. Um, I was like, I get it. Yeah, uh, yeah I would absolutely <laughs> sell these kids to have a moment of peace. To have a moment of peace. Um, but then I understood what was happening. Like, sometimes I forgot that the songs aren't connected. And so right. I was trying to understand the through line and like not necessarily a through line. Sure, 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 sure. Um, and I love that it's a man doing the nannying. I do too. I think it's a fun twist. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. Uh Carolee knows the F word. <laughs> Carolee wrote a song. Incredible. Uh, I love it. The Ballad of Sarah Berry. Let's pull that one up. Um, Listen. Okay. Yes, yeah, This on it. fucking song <laughs> got me through so many auditions. Really? I, not from singing it, but like it okay. pumps, it like hits the right fucking notes for me. Interesting. Where I'm like, this song goes fucking hard. I absolutely love it. <laughs> it was my like pump up jam for a good year. I would listen to it right before going to an audition and I'd get like psyched. I don't know why. I just love a murderous prom queen, apparently. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Sarah Berry did nothing wrong. She just wanted the crown. The world according to Chris. To Chris. Exactly. <laughs> it's that. It's giving Carrie, it's giving Jennifer's body. Like it's Yes. I was really trying to figure out what was going on, um, but it was amazing. It's truly incredible. It's, it's so uh, for listeners, the song The Ballad of Sarah Berry is about a girl whose entire life has been, I'm going to be prom queen. Yeah. And her senior year, she becomes obsessed with it. But then access, uh, uh, there's an accident with another girl in school and mm -hmm. she like loses her leg, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. And amputated. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Everyone in the school is like, well, 
we should we should give her prom queen because she's had a hard year mm-hmm. and this will make her happy. Mm-hmm. So Sarah Barry flies into a jealous rage yeah. and loses her goddamn gourd and starts killing all of the girls who are her competition yeah. until um, uh, the girl who uh, was a recent amputee is um, stops her essentially by calling the cops in the middle of prom. As a society, I think every time someone at the New York Times wants to write a profile about um, a sad white person who didn't get into an Ivy League school. Yeah, about cancel culture and academia. uh, But but specifically like affirmative action in academia. We should be playing them the legend, the ballad of Sarah Sarah This is what you sound like, you fucking psycho. This is what you sound like. Who cares if you didn't get into Harvard? Go to state school. Go to a state school. Like the rest of us. Yeah. Make something of yourself outside of it, dummy. Anyway, go to state school. Learn this is nothing. What you sound like a little freak who's a like my freak. whole life revolved around being revolved prom around queen. Being prom queen. Okay. Bye-bye. The fucking marathon. Do you know what is so wild? Mm. Um, yesterday, I walked to what was I going to get? I oh, I went to go get a coffee around mm. on first. I turned the corner and there were like six fire trucks, like four ambulances all along First Avenue. There were a couple in front of my house. They weren't going anywhere. They weren't doing anything. They were just there. Yeah. Like all the traffic was blocked on First Avenue. And I was like, okay, maybe it's a parade or something. I don't know about whatever. And then Mitch this morning is like, oh yeah, my mom was asking me, apparently there was some fire on And I was like, well, that would explain the fire trucks, but like, oh my god, had no idea there was a fire literally a block away a block from away. us. I was like, oh, I just assumed they were all lined up because I don't know. <laughs> they were just having a good time. They just, they all just wanted to out. hang out. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, a similar thing happened the other night when I was walking home in Bushwick. When I still lived in Bushwick. R.I.P. to R. those R. days. End of an era. <clears throat> Who knows? I might move back. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I was walking home from the J train and I got to Bushwick Ave and there was a, an apartment building on fire and I, you could like smell the smoke and it was absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, I don't need to smell the I don't smoke. I need actually. to smell the smoke. I'm actually good. Actually very um, but the building is still standing. So thank God for that. And <laughs> I don't know if anyone was injured. We did. It looked like there was a lot of people who got out. Yeah. I hope so. so. Anyway. Um, boring content i also really liked the serif i love the serif when i say like americana folk that's what i mean they're all doing this like the ballad of this the the story of and even the serif it's telling this story of there's a lot of religious themes in this musical there are absolutely um there's like that whole section from transition to to mm -hmm. immaculate deception to serif to like even leave luann yeah it's just like a very religious section Mm -hmm. Yeah, not in a in a way that it feels like it's trying to say anything. But right. I mean, I'm sure it's trying to say something because that's what you do art for. But it didn't feel like it was pushing anything on me. It just right, felt right, right, like right. this is happening. Make of it what you will. Right. I, the one thing that I like about the serif is that it kind of pulls the rug out from under you because it's talking about like this very Christian Catholic mm-hmm. imagery. And then at the very end of the song, he sings like, I don't believe in God. I think Jesus was just a man. Mm-hmm. But with you in my life, I believe in a higher plan. Yeah. Like he fully just like flips the script a little bit of being like, oh, uh, I'm talking about loving a 
person instead of loving a god. Yeah. And like putting couching them in the same terms. Yeah. And it's really, really, I think, interesting. And I actually, Love when it. I sang it for a for the cabaret, um, I had a guy in the audience come up to me. He was like, "That was I thought that was incredible. I thought you were singing about Jesus." And I was like, "Nobody tricked, yeah, <laughs> tricked, yeah. It's actually gay." <laughs> I feel like he was gay. Oh, um, it's extremely gay. It's extremely gay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'll i be honest, I was hesitant at first. I'm like, I don't yeah. know that I, I, am I on board with where this is going? Like, sure, sure, what sure. what is this saying? And then I ended up really, really enjoying it. There was some really great lyrics um, in the serif that I can't remember now, mm-hmm. but I just remember really enjoying the lyricism of that song. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> What can I say? I love story songs. I love songs that tell me a story. That's what a feel like a musical should be. Right. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't have to be as neatly wrapped up, obviously, as song cycle songs. Of are. course. Those are a little bit. Yeah. They are very neatly, much like. There's a bow on them. We're putting these things in a box and yeah. then we're closing that box and putting them on the shelf and we're walking away. Yeah. Would you say, what would you say was like the the car fave for everybody? What what do you think was like the most en- mm. en- enjoyed song in the group? Probably either Sarah Barry or weirdly Transition Two. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I okay. remember us singing Transition Two very often. I'm going to pull it's it. It's her up. and her Mister for the rest of their lives, <laughs> like that one. Okay. Because even after the body goes, the image survives. Like that's we use. Like for some reason, we used to listen to that song all the time. I okay. don't know why we it like <laughs> popped off so much. I love it. Um, but yeah, like personally, my car faves were Carolee, the Seraph, um. Immaculate Deception and um, Leave Luann and Ballad of Cerberry. Yeah, those um, are great. What are those twisted teeth? That's the other thing. I was listening to this just on. I wasn't looking at the individual track yeah, yeah, names. Yeah, yeah. So I'm only remembering the ones like obviously Leave Luann. Yeah. Um, the Seraph and Sarah Berry. Like those names are repeated mm-hmm. and that's sort of like a call yeah. in the song. Um, so now I'm trying to. Twisted Teeth is the remember. one um, the woman who gets turned into a vampire. We made love in the sky. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, yeah, because the whole thing is like um, her meeting a man, and then he turns out to be a vampire, and she gets turned into one too, and now they like have polyamorous sex, and they kill people in their bed together. <laughs> that's what the song is about. Okay, and honestly, who hasn't been there? And, and go it's off. Speaking to and that's some, what two thousand eight was about. That's what two thousand eight was about. <laughs> that's what two thousand twelve was about. And nobody's talking about that. <laughs> Sorry, on GeniusLyrics.com, there's from he bites her and makes her one as well. From then on, it's left quite ambiguous whether or not their relationship is one of genuine love, <laughs> as they are both vampires. They are both. Are you well, saying vampires can't genuinely love? Have you never read Interview with a Vampire? Oh. Those gay vampires did not die for you to sit here They're and say that. They're in love. <laughs> in an incredibly toxic relationship. <laughs> they are in love. Um. I there are some like really interesting allusions to like other pieces of media like that. Um, mm-hmm. You can make an argument that they're like making allusions to uh, certain vampir- vampiric love stories. There's the good lady feels sort of um, almost Shakespearean and it's ly- like lyricism and the way that mm. it's describing the woman that he's searching for. And it's yeah. um that feels very um, not yeah minstrelly, not yeah. in a like fucked up not way, like but the, like going like, town to town minstrel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
I was actually like when I was reading through the lyrics today, I was there's the um, there was like one line specifically where I was like, is this specifically a reference to a Shakespeare sonnet? Because mm. it felt like it was, but um, I couldn't find any uh, indication or like any like um, proof that it was. Gotcha. But um, that is one of the things that I really like about Ryan Scott Oliver's work in this is that his lyricism is strong, mm-hmm. especially for um, like a modern pop, like musical song cycle. Definitely. Um, it's not necessarily like the complex Sondheim-esque lyrics that uh, really like dives into nuance of character and that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. it's it's still simple enough, but... Um, like not simple in the way that like Pasig and Paul is simple. Yeah, I hear you. It's very straightforward. He's not doing, he's doing just enough with the music and the lyrics yes. together to make the song interesting and fun to listen to without it being too reliant on like the music to get you to where the story needs right. you to get. Right. And it's not overly <clears throat> complex lyrics. Exactly. Like Leave Luin worked because you're number one, like jam into some banjo. Yeah. You're bopping and you're bopping. And number two, the story is told in a very simple and succinct way mm-hmm. that still leaves you with that emotional arc of the story. Right. Like the first time I heard it and you get to that part where, um, she's running through the marshes. Yes. So for anyone who doesn't know, Leave Luann is this song about this um, woman who's in an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's tracking her trying to escape the abusive relationship. And there's this moment, there's this like bridge in the song where it's just like this like rockin' fiddle mm-hmm. music. And she's running through the bog and she's trying to get to like the ne- the shore. And there it it stops it like cuts abruptly and it's like she looks up and mm. there he is he yeah. fucking beat her to the shore yeah. and it's so devastating oh i know i was like oh my god she did it she really she got, got out. out and then yeah that is a real it's really well done it's the turn incredibly is so well good done. yeah yeah but then you get to the the point where it's like oh now she's gonna fucking haunt his ass for the rest of eternity so true love that um she gets her revenge which is pretty cool which is great um that i would say i would say that's the most um ballad yes folk situation that you get out of all of them yeah um which i think is why that that term is coming to mind mm-hmm. for me but even reading back through sarah barry barry even reading back through good lady like they are doing the same thing absolutely um and some of them are like incredibly vague in what they're doing. Like Good Lady yeah. is a little vague. It's mm-hmm. um, Crazy Town is kind of a little vague. The vampire one, I think, is it's not vague. It's not vague. Sing, sucking you dry, but yeah. I mean, it's like, why are we telling this story? Right. Um, I also think that this musical, this song cycle, does a really nice job of playing with genres in a way that isn't yes. Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, yes. but or still space gives dogs, or, or space dogs, <laughs> but still gives you. Lots of different approaches. Yeah, like going from good lady to leaving the land. They don't. They don't connect. They in don't. Any way. Sound but but similar. they. Yeah, they're very different. They're still telling a story. It's still a different. They still belong in the same group, right? Because of the style of song, by which I mean like telling the story, right? But they're so different and so. But but they work like it's not annoying. It's not. And I think that steel drums. Right. In a Bible story. You know? <laughs> we're not doing French noir. Right. Um, exactly. It's 
I think the the reason that they work together is because, like I said earlier, Ryan Scott Oliver is doing musical motifs that show up in a lot of the songs, mm-hmm. and they're connecting them all together into one unit. Yeah. Which is nice. So, like, even though you have, like, a song that's, like, this rocking, like, pop song, like, in... um. Uh, on Monday Mm -hmm. and then you also have this like really slow melodic guitar um, like uh, moment in the serif Mm -hmm. they're still linked because some of the motifs are passing through each other like the songs are they have those moments of um, oh this is like being pulled from this and they're Mm -hmm. all building on each other for example in the little blurb about transition Mm two, um it's sung to the melodies of twisted teeth and the ballad of sarah berry right so like it is combining those two which is all we've been begging for all we've been begging for uh but yeah like to just combine and make them all one cohesive unit right and you don't have to have them to sing those songs alone. No. I don't need to have heard the transition to understand the ballad of Sarah Berry, Mm-mm. but it works all together. It's a nice... It makes it a nice one yes. cohesive piece. It goes back to, the, like you said, what we've been begging for. It's a sensibility in modern pop musicals that doesn't really exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And when it happens, I love it. Like mm-hmm. it's, I, I love being able to dissect musical motifs and that kind of mm-hmm. thing and be like, oh, okay, so oh, Lindsay Mendez is singing Transition 2, which is... The ballad of Sarah Berry, like, mm-hmm. like foreshadowing that, like, what's coming essentially, right. um, which is really, really cool and interesting and a good way of approaching. And what does it mean to have yeah. these two melodies be the ones that intersect? Like, what does that mean for the two songs? Right, like, right, right, right. How do they connect to one another? Um, it's just an interest. It's it's doing art. We it's love doing when art. people do art. I love when people do art <laughs> versus. A concept album. A concept album can connect, but I feel Joseph that we've been... or um, Jesus Christ Superstar was a concept album. Uh, Famously, it can my work. Favorite. Um, but I think that sometimes you lose that. Yeah. The the connectedness, and you're right. That's what we've been begging for in a pop musical, mm-hmm. and this song cycle gives it to us, and it doesn't even have to because it's a song cycle. It's a song cycle, and yeah, going and above and beyond. It, a plus. Exactly. Agreed. Um, Extra credit. God. That's, I think that's it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a bummer. We're at 38 minutes. Yo! Let's take a quick break and then we'll come right back. Oh, no, you don't be no scared. <laughs> no scary. Um, I'm just reading The Party Goes With You. The party goes with you. And oh, also, I need to share the tea that I discovered. Um, yeah. Matthew Murphy, Ryan Scott Oliver's husband. Yes, Matthew Murphy. Matthew Murphy is the photographer oh, for the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see now. Now it's all, it's all clicking. Sense. We love a husband and husband art duo. I love a husband. And finally, and honestly, this is what I'm looking for from Pasek and Paul. You should be husbands. You should be husbands. Oliver and Murphy. Husbands. We gotta look up if the space dogs guys are husbands. They're not. They're, They're probably not. straight. They're aggressively straight. Very um, sad to me. Sad to me. Uh, okay. Because at least if they were gay, I would be able to forgive them. <laughs> and unfortunately, they're straight, so it's unforgivable. Because gay people are insufferable just by nature. <laughs> in um, in the party goes with you. There's a little clip that's basically like a quote from Ryan Scott Oliver who said I wrote this song for Liz- Lindsay Mendes <laughs> like <laughs> correct and it is perfect he she is his Sarah Brightman his muse 
<laughs> it's so true. They've worked on, they've worked together a lot. Um, actually. Oh really? They used to have. Uh, I don't know if it still exists, but in the city, they used to have. What enough? What is happening? The fire already happened. <laughs> it was yesterday. Jesus. Um, they used to have a uh, workshop where they would like uh, mentor like new actors in the city. Oh, fun! I almost signed up for it, and they always got to do a, a cabaret at Fifty Four Below as like their essentially like their final like Very project. Cute. Yeah, I love that. Um, because <laughs> friend of the pod, Keaton Cruiser, mm-hmm. we so. When we first moved, when he first moved to the city, he had a friend that was in that like workshop, and oh. we ended up going to see the like final performance. Mm-hmm. And we ended up, we didn't necessarily meet Ryan Scott Oliver, but like we did, we didn't not meet. We him. did not meet him <laughs> because <laughs> Keaton's friend asked Keaton to take a picture of her with Ryan Scott Oliver, and Keaton <laughs> goes, "Maybe try smiling, Ryan." <laughs> He's such a <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> um, it was very funny, and then we've never spoken with Ryan Scott Oliver. And you were banned from Ryan Scott Scott Oliver's presence. I think oh. he follows me on Twitter. Okay, brag. <laughs> Invite him on the pod. Invite what are we him doing? On the pod. Why are we not talking about him? Uh, I'll say the song "Cut You a Piece" really fucked me up. Cut you a piece is so sad. It made me very. Yeah, Devastated. Ryan Scott Oliver follows me. Why? <laughs> okay, Ryan Scott Oliver, come on the pod. You clearly know that I have a Broadway podcast. We you see love your work. We love. Your we work. love your work, Ryan. Listen to this episode. Listen to this episode, please. Didn't didn't the guy from Evil Dead listen to this podcast? He the episode of like that? the guy who wrote it like retweeted us yeah. or something like that. I don't know if he listened to it, but was our. See Ryan, you could be better. You could be come better. On the pod. You could, you could be better than the Evil Dead guy. You know what? Scrap this episode. Let's get. Let's. I'm gonna DM Ryan. <laughs> be like, hey, bestie, and he's like, who the fuck are you? The the I was I was okay with the cut you a piece of me until like I was good. It was sad. Yeah. It was really giving um that Pearl Jam cover. <laughs> What's that song? Where he's where he's tells the story about how they got into a car crash. Oh my god. Um, I'll find it. Mitch, drop it in. Musicians love writing songs <laughs> about car crashes. car crashes. They love car crashes. Uh, I sang that song like every day of fifth grade. Oh my god. I was like oh my obsessed god. with it. Why am I so obsessed with songs that tell stories? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's your musical theater It really is. I'm just a star. Through. What can I say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the, um, the line, but warming your hands and mind fills me with terror that I'll lose you today or tomorrow in two years or 70. Yeah. I was like like, <laughs> crunched, <laughs> crunched up. I was so sad. I'm, I'm sobbing. It's oh, so baby, good. I'm crying. I'm crying. It is. It's, and that's one of the things that um, is really interesting about the song cycle, that as the song cycle pro- like progresses, mm-hmm. each song gets like darker mm, and darker yes. and like... And more sad. More sad. And... <laughs> They are they all the songs explore like really uh, dark themes, and even the ones that are like bopping, like Sarah Barry, you're still talking about a a woman losing touch with reality and murdering six people and absolutely going off, (laughs) popping off. And again, (laughs) like I said, Sarah Barry did nothing wrong. She did nothing wrong. She was in the right the whole time. She was in the right. She was in the right. 
Uh, I would vote for, I would check yes, vote yes for Sarah Berry. And so, I'll say that on and the I'll record. Say that. Um, we realized that Alex Brightman was also on this record. Yeah. But we were thrown off because he wasn't doing his Beetlejuice voice. He wasn't voice. doing his Beetlejuice voice. <laughs> when Meryl was like, oh yeah, and Alex Brightman is the guy. And I'm like, what guy? What guy? <laughs> I only know of one guy. <laughs> Um, the other the other woman is Betsy Wolf. Yeah. And I actually looked her up because something about someone's voice. I don't know if it was Betsy's or Lindsay's was really giving me title of show vibes. Betsy's. Um, yeah, I think it was Betsy. And so yeah. I, I wanted to look to see if she was in title of show. And it wasn't in her credits, but she did. Mm. Um, she did. She was in a show called Everyday Rapture, which I know I one song from yeah. um, because a friend of the pod, Peter Smith, covered it in a cabaret they did. Oh, uh, obsessed. With Larry Owens and um, Ben. Um, we always ben, combine Benjamin his name. Moss. Ben Moss. Ben yes. Moss. Ben, ben K. K. Moss. Moss. <laughs> the hottest man in existence. The hottest man in America. <laughs> ben K. Moss, come on the pod. Ben K. Uh, Moss, come on the pod. Let me touch you're your so arms. Talented. Let ah. me touch your arms. <laughs> You will be required to be here shirtless. Yeah, sorry. Um, that's just the rules. <laughs> that's just the rules of the podcast. We'll all be shirtless if you we'll want. We'll all be shirtless. <laughs> we will. This this that's pod goes writer. under being sued for sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> that's how. That's our swan song. That um, we're me too'd. We get me too'd. <laughs> wow. It's sad. Um, okay, Connor, anything that we missed? Any like last bits you loved that you want to shout out? Um, songs that we didn't... Genuinely, what is happening? Like, What's the emergent what the situation? Uh, I wonder if it's just like a lot of people passing out from the marathon. I was just thinking, are they just collapsing in the marathon? But I mean, surely they wouldn't be up here. Don't they end in Staten Island? Do they? I don't know because people yeah, were getting on the train. They take the ferry back. Oh, really? It like causes a huge traffic jam. This is fucking ridiculous. It's a fire truck. It's a fire so. truck, so it's not. Good lord! Cut all of this. This isn't interesting. No, I'll leave it in. It's padding us out. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we pick the musical the day of. Well, that's true. I. And it's also, it's one of those ones where it's like, it's hard to talk about because you can only sit here and say, it's I so liked great. it. <laughs> it's so great. So much. There's no characters <clears throat> unless you make them characters. Yes, correct. It's really interesting how every single song is essentially a love song mm -hmm. of some type. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of, um, what's the show we watched with Rumor Willis and Martha Plimpton and... Um, Oh, um, on the Titanic in across all the times. Hello zones. again. Hello again. It was really reminding me of Hello again in the sense that it was like it's essentially love songs. Yeah, ballads. But a lot of them are. But then they don't end happily. Right. None of them are have happy endings. No, they're all sad. Yeah. Good fucking god. Yeah, they are all sad. <laughs> What's going on with the, your relationship, Ryan? Ryan and what Matt. are you exercising? Yeah, what do we need to discuss? Um, I also really like that they feel pretty genderless. So yeah. you can make them, you can code them however you want. Mm -hmm. um, it can be straight, it can be gay, it can be nothing, it can be anything. Um, I appreciate that flexibility. I think you might run into, 
don't know, they all felt very singable. I felt like anybody yeah. could do, it didn't feel like, oh, only a soprano or a really good falsetto could sing this. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? It felt like this is achievable or you could put it in range mm -hmm. pretty fairly easily. Yeah, and it I wouldn't agree. like affect the song too much. I agree. Um, one of the things that uh, I we didn't get to talk about was there is one song that is entirely acapella. Oh. Um, or like almost entirely, and um, it's uh, "Mama Let Me In." Oh, there it's just the five of them singing. Um, yeah, acapella, and it's really fucking tight. Yeah, uh, very tight harmonies uh, and like singing together, and it it sounds so good. It's not a song that I normally listen to a lot. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I remember hearing that and being like. This is, it's giving me spring awakening. Yes. <laughs> it's very well, mama Well, especially me. because this is the picture for it. No. Yes. So the picture <laughs> for uh, Mama Let Me In is uh, a, the statue of Mary mm -hmm. um, behind bars. Okay. So it's it's giving spring awakening. <laughs> it really is. It is spring awakening energy. But it was good. I liked it. I guess I didn't realize it was... It, it really is tight because I did not realize it was acapella. Absolutely. Um, yeah. No, Which is a compliment. <laughs> a hundred percent a compliment. Um, yeah. If, I definitely recommend if you're going to like look at the, if you're going to listen to it, try to track down the photos because they are very interesting. And I think the interpretations of the story of the photo in the songs yeah. are um, very interesting. Like the picture for the party goes with you is just some dude's legs and who's standing in front of like a bunch of balloons yeah. but that just doesn't feel like necessarily <laughs> the story of the song because the story of the song is about a, a woman who wants yeah uh the married man that she's sleeping with to leave her his wife for her and don't we all and don't we all don't we all um Okay, anything else? Any I... last bits? That's all my bit. <laughs> a super short episode today. <laughs> By the time we plug, it'll be an hour. We're fine. Okay, okay, okay. So they get two shorties. You know what? Two shorties. The days are short. The nights are long. The nights are long. We're just, we all have seasonal affective, di affective disorder. So true. It's fine. It's fine. So true. Connor, man and share this. Yeah, this is easily one of my favorite song cycles. Um... Ever. Ever. Ever, uh, ever. And I, really the only other song cycles I know are by Jason Robert Brown. Mm -hmm. What is it with three named dudes and song cycles? I don't I would know. love to know. That's all they can do. That's all they can do. They're, yeah. too, bu they're too busy carrying around too many names. <laughs> um, that was a horrible bit. Cut that. <laughs> yeah, no, I just really, I really like this. Um, like we said, I like that uh, he can, Ryan Scott Oliver created a cohesive unit of uh, work that all the songs don't sound the same, yeah. but they still work together um, to create what they're creating. <laughs> but yeah, I really, really enjoy it. I definitely recommend you listen to it, at least the Ballad of Sarah Berry. Least. At least. And leave Luin. And leave Luin. Pop yeah. off. Meryl, manager. Uh, loved it. It honestly will take... 45 minutes of your day yeah, to listen really to. It's long. very, very short. Um, probably much more like than 45 this, minutes. Much but. like this episode. Yes. No, it it is a quick listen. And uh, I guess if you're looking for audition songs. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, whatever. Um, good options there. Some fun stuff to just play around with. I feel like I'll listen again just to mm -hmm. really focus and 
try and pick out things that I liked. Um, yeah. I was really enjoying the lyrics. I was really enjoying the musicality of it um, and the different voices. Uh, I think it's very re-listenable to try yeah. and suss out how everything works together. I would love to watch, to listen while looking at the photographs. Yeah. Um, Connor sent them after I had finished the the show, mm. so I I didn't just look at them. Ya. I just missed me. I had to endure Space Dogs, so um, <laughs> just, I simply didn't have the time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really recommend. I I liked it a lot. I mm -hmm. think it's a great little piece. Um, that when I was looking it up, it said its target demo is like fourteen to twenty one, which yeah, is very yeah, funny. Yeah. Uh, and that baby, they hit it. And they hit pretty it pretty right and on the money it. with me. Uh, if you are looking I was for about a show to do, like twenty one when I <laughs> listened to the show for the first time. Um, if you're looking for a show to do, uh, it seems like this one's pretty easy Super to license. Easy. So go for it. You can also um, one of the cool things about the show is that you can also find a lot of the performances online. Yeah. Um, so definitely, if you want to like watch Lindsay Mendez perform "Party Goes with You" or you can see it, baby. baby, you can watch it. You can watch yeah. it. Jerem Strong Jackson singing "The Seraph." Yeah, I will watch that uh, any I'll day of the it. week, hundred times. Um, yeah, Connor, anything to plug? As usual, you can find me across all platforms at CReally12 on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. You can find any of my funny writing at The Onion or funny videos there. Meryl, how about you? Nothing for me, but you can find this podcast at, across all platforms at BitsOverBWay. You can email us, BitsOverBWay at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash uh, bits over B-Way. We have no paywalled content until I upload a boy dance party. A boy dance party. And it will be $1. Yeah. Um, so I'm just saying if that tempts you into putting your dollars towards us. Mm, uh, we are wherever you find podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. If we are not where you listen to your podcast, please let us know and we will get to where you listen to your podcast. Uh, all of our episodes are on Patreon. Um, again, not paywalled. So if that's how you prefer to listen to your podcasts, uh, get a professional help but okay <laughs> you can do ours there too okay calling um, me out because i listen to podcasts on patreon via patreon yeah yeah yeah. you don't like just post the link into your feed to get the wait you can do that yeah most podcasts i feel like or at least all the ones that i've done have like a special link that you can paste into spotify i don't remember uh, how i did it but i did it for five four for sure oh my god so that i get their like premium episodes in my feed i subscribe to retails of magic See if they do the Patreon and check the I have Patreon. to listen to their bonus content via Patreon. And it, it the app is truly terrible to listen yeah. to audio on. I feel like I was anyway. able to do it through um Apple Podcasts and through Spotify. So just Love double that. check. Just okay. double check. And that's a little note for everybody that's else. Just, a little note just for double everybody. check. No, just double check. Just double check. Um so anyway, yeah, that's all I have for this podcast. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Maybe try smiling, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs>